Welcome to Seers, Beers, Knowers, and Doers, a podcast about intuition. Do you know what that is? Intuition to me is that inner sense or knowing that something is true, and yet I have no proof. But there's so many definitions, and there's so many ways it can come. I'm looking to bring together and share with you some amazing guests who have some amazing life stories and also some insights into how intuition can come. And I'm looking to gather those crows in the trees. I hope you're one of them. I hope that this podcast inspires you to be more connected to your intuition. And I hope that by doing that, we make the world a better place. Thanks for coming on this journey with me. Before we get started today, I would love to share some tools with you to help with stress and feeling overwhelmed, especially for the energetically sensitive person. Feel free to go to my store on my website at www.healingvitality.ca. Thanks so much for coming on this journey with me. Today, my guest is a passionate human, a partner, a runner, a daughter, and a mother. She's a facilitator of movement and leadership in life. She's come here to help make positive changes and help people step into the life they love. My guest today is Cynthia Jamison. So today I'm excited to reconnect with somebody I've known for a while now. Her name is Cynthia Jamison, and she has agreed to be on my podcast. So thank you so much for coming today, and I'm excited to see where this goes. I am very excited to see where it goes too, Heather, and I'm very pleased, very grateful, actually, for you asking. It's a bit of a challenge for me to, I think, talk about myself, but not everybody would necessarily agree with that. All right. I'm just going to go with the flow. (laughs) Perfect. So, one of my favorite questions is tell us about yourself. Well, I think I will begin by just sharing what I hear other people talk about about me and what they share with other people and and actually what they share with me you know I have I'm very passionate about the work that I do I'm very passionate about people I am a runner as you know and I'm part of that crazy tribe and get my energy from that and so a lot of people talk to me about how enthusiastic I am how inspirational I can be for them how I've motivated them to do something differently in their life, how I have so much to share. And sometimes I'm surprised by what I hear from other people when they say that. Well, we don't always have the same lens on ourselves that others have on us. And so your surprise is probably going to resonate with a lot of people. Well, and I guess that's a little bit of the polarity. So in my in my work, when I talk to other people, I see them in completely different lenses. And I just wish sometimes that they could see what I see as they struggle with things like, you know, self-confidence, finding their voice, finding their presence, being able to have the ability to make their choices that will lead them to such a much more passionate, purpose-driven life. So tell us all about what the heck you do, because I don't doubt that that's how you work, but so far people have no idea what you do. I, I work full-time uh, as an HR business partner. I am very, very fortunate in the fact that 
my career found me. I did not have to go find it. And so I've always worked with people and I've always loved to help people and be the person that connects them to something else. And, you know, been the volunteer for many years. I still work corporately. Um, four years ago, found a path again, um, following some of my breadcrumbs, I think, to be able to get myself into coaching. And what I found there was the ability to, to help other people completely explore themselves, that they actually have all of the answers inside of them. They have all of the tools. They know themselves. They know they've gotten through things before, how they've done that. And I, and I sit in the privileged position of being able to witness them step into their own power and and shift from a life that they some sometimes they like it and sometimes they don't and so a life that they love that's really my that's really my my passion is to be able to help other people step up and stand into a life that they love fair enough yeah we have similar paths that way it's interesting and the witnessing part is is a privilege like you say it's uh, it's such, such a gift yeah. It's such is. a gift. And, you know, not, not everyone is ready for that. And I think that's probably one of the biggest things that I'm bumping up against is people believe, uh, you know, oh, coaching will help me do this, it'll help me do that. And then when they realize that it's, it's about them doing their own work, they sometimes literally run very fast the other way. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have a stack of files of first appointments. So, like, and I think they're just they're just not ready yet. And yeah. and you know, at some point in time, perhaps they will be. Yeah. And in the meantime, there's just so much energy to be spent with people who are ready. That I'm okay with that. Yeah. I have to be the person that that they that come up with or connect with to make the change in their life. Just as long as they, you know, they're happy with their choice. Yes. Because I, I can't decide that. I don't want to decide that. That's for them to do. Exactly. Well, and we sometimes are just planting a seed or putting something there that may grow later. And like you say, it's not necessarily ours to cultivate, but it could plant a seed. Mm-hmm. And asking those questions and just seeing some of the responses from individuals is, is the most intriguing and powerful work. When I sit with someone and we're in that container where only trust is and confidence is, when they can actually say, oh my gosh, I didn't think about that. I didn't know that. And I didn't think I could ask this person that question. And sometimes that's just a really easy question and sometimes it's a really tough question. And just seeing their you know, for them go inside and think of the possibility. It's the coolest work. Mm-hmm. And I get paid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're a possibility provider. I love that. I love that. I actually may weave that into my, I'm working toward my own business, as you know, and I've taken some recent steps to put it, to set the foundation in for it. Um, it is not my intent to be a full-time coach at all at this point in time. I have other work that I 
feel very passionate about that's part of my life and just helps me help other people in different ways. And so just part of it is setting up and discerning what is my business going to mean? What is it going to provide other people? How is it going to help? How can I call those people into my space? And how can I help them? And it's interesting because helping people one-on-one is one thing, but I feel like there's just so many people in need of so many things that I'm trying to find opportunities and ways to touch more people. I hear you. I hear you, sister. (laughs) (laughs) And I think, I mean, that's partly, I guess, the connection uh, that we have. And, you know, you've helped me throughout the years for, I think, the last 10 years, Heather. And just being able to call you when I needed to and, you know, get back, get back on track. Well, and it's to get people to listen to their own intuition, interestingly. Like, it's... It's sometimes putting up that mirror and saying, what do you think that can be an interesting exercise? And and right now we have this opportunity. I'm not sure if we're still going to be sequestered to our homes when this airs in May. But we were talking before the podcast about how we have this opportunity, or at least part of the population has this opportunity, who are sequestered to their homes in isolation and how, what that can bring up for people how much we can fight that opportunity and how much we can embrace that opportunity and the gifts that it can share so yeah no it's interesting because you know there are a lot of folks that i'm seeing through social media that talk about all the negatives of self-isolation and I see it as an an opportunity to really go inward and take that time where you're not pressured by all of the doing, right? You know, we we begin our lives and we do all these things, we learn all of these things, then we do all these things and we get the promotion and we get the, you know, we get the house, we get the car, we have the family, we do all the things. And in the doing, sometimes I think that the being doesn't happen. And at least that was true for me. So an opportunity to really go inside and think about the world is on pause. It's on pause. We have an opportunity to connect more now than we ever did. How do we use that to our advantage? And that connection often starts with ourselves. What is it that we haven't been listening to? What is it that we want for ourselves? Where do we see ourselves? How can we position ourselves? Are we living to our best selves? What help do we need to do that? And how can we think differently? And we were talking about this earlier, but you know, the, the, the businesses and how they've been challenged to come up with new ways of of serving and so how can we do that on an individual level Mm -hmm. and that isn't just about me myself and I it's me and my relationship with other people it's me and my service to other people it's how I show up what energy do I bring and I can choose to sit here and be quote-unquote bored or I can discover all those things that I 
you know, when I've been in the car on the way to work thinking about, oh, I wish I had time for this. I wish I had time for that. The wish is over. It's here. Yeah. So what will we do with that? Yeah. Right? So the invention comes from university and being still amazing things get downloaded to people. And sometimes it is doing so I won't take away from that like people will get inspiration running I'm sure I don't run yes they do have <laughs> right or gardening or doing woodwork or whatever the heck it is but we have the opportunity to do things that we love that put us in alignment which well, is I guess you know it's, it's funny when, when you're talking about the doing I just as well as anyone else there are certain things that I do that drive other in my house crazy when I feel like I'm at a loss for control I want to take the broom and just kind of sweep everything all the time and so what is that really that's you know me trying to control the outcome so more ego based than soul based and you know I think there's a balance for both of those and this is an opportunity or at least from my lens to have people really lean into thinking about what do they want with the rest of their life. I have to tell you, I did a, a decade in review in December, and I was so proud of myself because I had done some amazing things that I never thought I would ever do. And I did them anyway, and they were hard, and they were good, and I learned lots of wonderful things. And then I did a decade ahead, and it scared the crap out of me. So I'm like, in 10 years, I'm going to be 65, almost 65. Holy cow, the runway is very short now. And what I do with that runway is really important. And how I get started is really important. And the time is now. I can't wait. I feel like I can't wait. And it's not about rushing the journey. It's about making sure that I'm intentionally considerate about what I offer into the world and how that can best serve other people. And I love the work that I do. I feel like in every interaction that I have with people, I take an opportunity or at least try to take an opportunity to have a curious mindset and be curious about them and ask them questions that will have them think about how their life could be different how they can impact other people so true huge opportunity so i'm gonna shift gears a little bit okay <laughs> how does intuition come into your life oh my gosh you know i think um for me intuition is sometimes tied with this nagging discontentment which is this nervous energy that has me thinking, am I on the right track? Am I on the right path? Am I doing the right work? And I will tell you, I remember being, I don't know, 10, maybe 11 years old in my parents' basement. I was in grade four, so however, however old you are when you are in grade four. And I was making rings and I had, a, I had a friend at school, and he probably would remember this if he were hearing this story. Make these rings, I would put these stones on top, and he would sell them for me. 
because I just wasn't good at that. And so I think about that and I think about that day when I knew that I was here for something, but I just didn't know what. And for a long time, I was satisfied with a lot of things because I thought I was doing the right thing. You know, working in the corporate job, volunteering, you know, having a family, doing all of those things. And it was, and it was good and it was happy and it was wonderful until it wasn't. And I remember just, you know, in the morning thinking, this is just not, this is just, I'm not as content as I need to be, want to be, can be. And so, you know, you try and fill your life with other things to make it better. And sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't. And then literally it was one day and I just realized I just can't live the rest of my life this way. This isn't enough. I'm not doing the right thing. I'm not in the right place. And that was a pivotal moment for me. I was not in the right place. And then it was about figuring that out. And I had no clue, no clue how I was going to get there. But I knew that the right place was Toronto. How bizarre is that? And my mother and my sister-in-law and my friends were like, what the hell are you thinking? What are you going to do in Toronto? I'm like, I have no idea. I just know that by spring or fall, I will be in Toronto. I didn't know how. I didn't know why. I knew I couldn't afford it. I knew I had to give up a lot of things if I was going to. And the next thing you know, I'm having, you know, my annual review with my boss. And she's decided, hmm, there's this opportunity in Toronto. Are you interested? And I was like, sure. Why not? And the next thing you know, just was on a plane exploring that opportunity. And you were with me then, Heather, because... (laughs) Yes, I remember. (laughs) You will remember the the little joke about the stick in the ass, right? (laughs) Yeah, I remember. It's classic. <laughs> and so, you know, that was probably the most impactful choice from listening to my intuition. And it's brought some cool things. It brought me everything that I was missing. It, and that doesn't mean to say that I wasn't... You know, I was, I was, I was fine. When I look back on it now, with you know the, the, the gift of the armchair quarterback, right? When you can look back in the lens and say, oh, you know what? Everything was fine, and it was. But it wasn't exciting, and it wasn't fulfilling, and it wasn't, it wasn't living my my purpose. It wasn't. I wasn't connecting on with people the way that I connect with them now. I wasn't connecting with myself. I didn't even know myself. I needed to take the time to figure out who is this person? What does she like? What doesn't she like? I dated myself, right? Like, oh, you know, I, know. I <laughs> And, you know, and, and I, I've done tons of inner work well before that. I think I've been on an inner journey probably most of my life. Mm-hmm. And while I've never shared that with a lot of people, 
I have always been seeking. And so I just, my, my impact with other people is when I connect with those folks that are seeking as well. Absolutely. And so I think about, you know, it would, I guess it would be the, the, the book that comes to mind is From Good to Great, right? So it was good and now it's great. <laughs> Fair enough, right? Now and- it's great. And it, 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 wasn't, it wasn't like, I don't want to make it seem like it was magical and beautiful because it surely was not. There were a ton of mistakes. There were a ton of moments where, you know, there's no family, there's no friends, there's no support network. But I relied on myself and I learned that I could do things. And I learned that, you know, I could paint and I could fix dishwashers and I could, you know, go and buy cars and negotiate and get a good price. And I didn't know those things before. I let someone else do them for me. And so I feel like I've taken, I, I kind of, I became over the past 10 years. And the more that I think I've become, the more there is to become. I'm not even halfway there. And so if I hadn't have listened, I hadn't have listened. That just makes me feel, I would have been so disappointed in myself. On that note, I think we have just finished the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Really? What a nice exclamation point for people to think about, really. Oh my God. That was crazy. Yeah, I know. That's how it happens. Thank you so much, Cynthia, for sharing oh, your story you are so today. Welcome. You're so welcome. It was a pleasure. It's, Absolutely pleasure. Well, maybe we'll do it again. Like I say, I'm I'm always it's like breadcrumbs I'm leaving people. <laughs> right? Each podcast wow. is a bit of a breadcrumb. So thank you well, so much. You're very, very welcome. I value you so much. I value the work that you do so much. And keep putting your voice out there because people do need to hear. Well, I it wouldn't have a podcast without my guests, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> have a great day. You too. Take care. Thank you so much for giving us your time today. We truly appreciate our guests for sharing their stories and insights about how intuition has impacted their lives. And I'm so grateful for Peter Trainer for his time in giving me this original music. It's now your turn. It's your turn to listen and act on your own intuition and help make the world a better place. Until next time, keep seeing, being, knowing, and doing. If you like this podcast, please share it. If you want to find others like it, go to www.healingvitality.ca or wherever you would find your podcasts. We would love to have you join us on this journey. Come be a crow sitting in the tree. Be part of our community. <laughs>